Welcome to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant on this 2020 Christmas Eve service. Hello, we are lighting the Christ candle, and my name is Elsie. And my, my mom is right next to me, and her name is Malia. My older brother is Zeke. And my father is Jason Griffiths, and he is the pastor of this church. Jesus Christ is our hope, peace, joy, and love. He was present at the creation of the universe. He was sent by the Heavenly Father for each and every one of us. We light the Christ candle as a reminder of the arrival of our rescuer, Jesus Christ, and in hopeful anticipation of his coming again, as the Lord has promised in days to come. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Let us worship Jesus Christ our Messiah, our Rescuer.
In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. Wow. Can you hear me? Honk if you can hear me. All right. All right. One second it's raining, the next second it isn't. Can you hear me from right here? Philip, this is probably a good place. Okay. <laughs> Ease up on the horns, guys. Ease up on the horns. We got neighbors. Hey, Sean. I've been calling you John for the whole year. Praise the Lord. Okay. We got, uh, we're going to be brief but amazing. How's this, right? It's uh, less than ideal. There's this thing. And that's one of my points in my sermon. But hold on a second. We're, this is the beginning of Christmas season. We moved from Advent to Christmas season. And we've been waiting for the rescuer to arrive. And tonight, or this afternoon, or whenever this is, we're celebrating that the, the, the rescuer has arrived. Um, those first five verses that Amy read, uh, that's a road trip, <laughs> right? That's a road trip right there. That's, uh, I don't know if you've been to the Holy Land, but the trek from Nazareth to Bethlehem is no joke. It's, uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty intense. And in fact, I, me- I, I meant to mention this last Sunday, uh, but Nazareth was a really, really small town. You remember I said I, Jesus came from a small town? It's a really, really small town. From when, Jesus, If you go there now, there's a building that covers the whole town of Nazareth when Jesus was there. So it was really, really small. And then uh, there's a census. The Caesar Augustus guy, he says, I got to count everybody. Um, And this is back before calendars. This is a narrative way of telling time. Does anyone here remember what they were up to, where they were at, when we heard that we were going to be quarantining? 
and this pandemic was headed our way. Very similarly, this word gets out that Caesar Augustus says, I want to get everybody back from where their, hair, like, where their relatives are. I probably shouldn't wander around. I might walk off the range or something like that. I think I need to stay near something. Um, did you lose me? Good. Marsha, Philip said, just stay right around the Christ candle. That sounds like a good place to stay, right? Um, this road trip. Who's been on a road trip? Yeah. Road trips, are they fun or no fun? It depends. If you got a bunch of adults and you're traveling, that's pretty fun. That's a pretty fun deal right there. If you have children or if you've ever heard of children and you're traveling with children or if you're pregnant. I remember the 4th of July before August, uh, Zeke was born in August. And I remember that 4th of July, we were, we were uh, living in Jersey at the time. And these Californians rolled into town. And they wanted to see all of New York. And Malia was extremely pregnant. And I remember it was like 98 with 98% humidity or something like that. It was just crazy hot, hot, hot. And we basically walked around the entire island of Manhattan. And so I could kind of sense, I would, I feel for Mary in the story. Do you do the same? I want this year to step in there, to step into this story and really feel, because um, last on Sunday I, we, we left Mary and she was huddled together with her cousin. You remember that? And now there's a census. She's traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Bethlehem, and in my translation, it says the city where David, it's David's city. This is David's home turf. So you're rolling into town. And what time are they rolling in? Probably at night. Uh, anybody a camper? Does anybody like to camp? What's, what's rule number one? I remember my dad, the first thing he would mention as we started packing, he says, you never plan on setting up camp when the sun is down. Ever. You don't do it. Because you're, you're in travel mode. You need to go into rest mode. You get there before the sun comes down. You're, you're setting up stuff in the dark, and you never get a wink of sleep, and you just don't feel peaceful. What's David and uh, what's uh, Joseph and Mary? They don't they don't they don't play by the campers' rules. They're rolling into town. It's dark. There's no room for them in the inn. And they put this baby, the Son of God, God wrapped in flesh, in a manger. Now, um, we make a big deal out of the manger, uh, but first of all, it probably wasn't wood. I found that out uh, when I was over in the Holy Land. The word that was King James translated carpenter was probably just home builder. It's better translated home builder. And there isn't actually much wood over there. Do you know what there's a lot of? Stone. There's a lot of rock. It's like Joshua Tree. Anybody have been out to Joshua Tree? There's just rocks and it's just, it's rugged. It's really rough and, and, and old westy. And so there's this manger, and it's probably carved out of rock. I remember we were over in the Holy Land, and our, and our guide said, that's probably what it looked like. 
and it was a chiseled out stone trough cold bleak kind of but he and the main reason that I think like it was to fulfill scripture but it was also so that the angels could tell what to look for look for a baby in a feeding trough <laughs> that's how you're gonna these shepherds are out there and you're gonna what's my clue and after we after the text of this morning or this afternoon this is crazy that's all I want to say can you hear me still okay good Sean good job sorry I called you John okay all I want to say is that whole thing baby traveling all that stuff it's less than ideal right I wish you could say amen don't honk don't honk because there are other neighbors but just say amen in your car because the other day um, I, I was reminded of how much of a, of a, a fishbowl I'm living in um, I posted have you ever posted on Instagram or Facebook a slightly questionable like or negative or sad uh, comment anybody anyway I I posted on Instagram the other day less than ideal and I got about three texts all these people were like what what's going on are you okay you know like all these people are sexing me are you gonna send the cops over should I send the ambulance over or something uh, no I just was just I was reflecting on um, how this is less than ideal and today is even makes more my point even more I can't even keep my white stole on because the wind's been blowing around uh, we're sitting in our cars it's been raining uh, we were setting up those things and it was pretty much pouring when we set that thing up uh, less than ideal but that's the world that God entered into right and that's the story that's everybody's story Zeke and I he watched uh, it's a wonderful life you know that movie it's the first time I made him watch that movie and I literally made him watch that movie because it was it, you know there's a lot of things he didn't get because it's you know there's all these references and that kind of jazz but you know what I love about that movie it's so real it's not a bunch of roses the lead character is deaf in one ear because he saved his brother in the ice remember he, his brother falls in the ice and he saves him he can't hear for the rest of his life you know like we have Christmas Eve services at 3 it's not Eve <laughs> it's raining you know this is less than ideal but this is exactly what God loves to redeem this is God's favorite territory to work in you know, it's chaotic, it's messy, it's dark, it's got problems. You may be here this afternoon and thinking, I don't know, I don't know if, I, I don't know about all this. I'm here to tell you, the story of Jesus coming into this world as a baby in the midst of the storms and the strife is an invitation from God to straight to you. Give me your messiest. Give your, me your most messed up parts of you. That's the stuff I want to work with. Stop the fake stuff. 
I want to I want to transform the real you from the inside out. In come the angels. This is in verse 8 through 14. Shepherds, probably young. And there's a whole sermon out of that, but we want to keep it short because this is less than ideal. We've got young shepherds. Because old shepherds, I was told this by a bunch of people when I was over in the Holy Land. Old shepherds make enough money to send their kids out. It's just like us, you know? <laughs> All the, you know, who puts that us? Uh, anyway, uh, they're misfits, you know? In pops this angel. Angel shows up and says, uh, the Messiah's here. The rescuer has arrived. And a little more about the shepherds. I remember I was working at St. Andrews, and uh, I was. It was a VBS summer. Uh, it was one of the, during the VBS, and the guy they put in charge of VBS was, you know, of questionable character. His name's John Healy. He was uh, the business finance side of the church, and he was one of my favorite people I ever worked with at St. Andrews. But he had his. He was in. A, he was in several rock and roll bands and bluegrass bands and stuff like that. And I remember. I went into the uh, I went into the sanctuary, and the VBS band was rocking better than like you would pay tickets for, and there was a banjo, and it was because it was like a bluegrass summer or something. I don't know, it was one of these themes, and it, several of the people only had like three or four teeth in their head, you know, like they were, And John Healy slips in right behind me and goes, "They're straight from the hills, Jay," <laughs> and I was like, "Yes, sir, they are." I I, I thought of that when I was preparing this sermon I was thinking that's what these that's who God comes to and it's just another less than ideal he 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 tells first you know if you would think he would tell the president or you know he would take you know like no he tells these lowly shepherds out in the middle of nowhere hey the Messiah is here and then this is straight out of Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. This is right up your alley, right? This is, you get Cornell, you know? You get Cornell come in and say, okay, angel, boom! And the, the angels fill the sky. If you ever get a chance, if we're ever allowed to fly again, get over to the place where this happens. Because it's, it's, it's remarkable, because the place is real. This really happened. And these angels bust out. And everybody knows nothing beats choir. Right? Right? There you go. We got a couple choir members. That's what I'm talking about. We got some fire right there. Corey Allen. Don't drive me drive over me. But uh, I uh, there's a rock and roll band called uh, The Killers. They're out of Vegas. And they always end their shows with this one song. And it, and it I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. The band starts singing that. And then all, all of a sudden, this angel start not angels, <laughs> this choir starts rolling in. And it, it just rocks, and it brings the house to its feet. You know, like it's just, it blows people away. And I picture you and I out there. You know, this has been a rough year. I, I, it's been a rough year on you, right? Are you with me? Is it, has it been a rough year? Who are the choirs singing to? 
the choir is actually singing. They're, they're singing to the Lord, but who's hearing it? The misfits. The down and outers, the shepherds. The less than ideal, the messy. How do we apply this? I've been kind of going through it all the whole time. God came into our less than ideal world under less than ideal circumstance with one goal in mind. And that's to rescue us on an individual basis. What do you need to be rescued from? The rescuer has arrived. Another application, since the rescuer has arrived, sing loud all the time. (laughs) We are a people that praise God even when it's rough. And then globally, He didn't just rescue us so that we would be rescued. He rescued us so that we might become His agents of rescues, rescuing in the world world he's, He's placed us in. Who is God calling you this year to point to the rescuer? Maybe even to fill in the gap. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, I actually praise you for the rain. We, we need the rain. And I praise you for each and every person that's within the sound of my voice, even the ones that are going to be listening to this on podcast. And I pray that we would hear the truth that you sent your one and only son into this world, this less than ideal world, to rescue us. Rescue us from that which we need rescuing and help us to keep our eyes on those whom you have for us to rescue. And all God's people said, Amen. I saw Marcia say it loud. Oh, now I, I, no, I don't do anything. What do I do now? We sing, we sing Away in a Manger. I love this track. I'm going to go in where I can hear it.
Our scripture throughout this season reminds us that with God, nothing is impossible. And I was looking out at the sky, and your backs are to it, but there is a rainbow, a reminder of God's promises to us. So we freely come to God with our requests and the praises and concerns of our hearts. Holy God, as we come to you this day, we come being so aware of how less than ideal everything is this year. Yet our reason for celebrating is very clear, and that has not changed. We come with great joy, as did the shepherds and the angels, to bow down and worship the King, the newborn King. As the Christmas bells ring out once more across the land, announcing good tidings of great joy, let our hearts respond with excitement and love. Renew our spirits and hearts to welcome the good news, to welcome you into our lives. Anoint our children with a sense of wonder and reverence that will never leave them and enable those of us who are older to rediscover a feeling for the mystery of this special season of the year. We pray for your church waiting in hopeful expectation, gathered in worship, sent out in service to your people. Let our Christmas worship extend far beyond the hymns and prayers and words spoken here today. We repeat the message of the angels, peace on earth, goodwill to all. We pray that the promise of your birth, that peace shall be on earth, may soon be fulfilled. We pray that you bring joy to the world. We pray that love may enter every heart. O oh God, you are known in the bleakest of wilderness times as well as in the magic of this Christmas season. You who abide with your children in times of suffering and hardship, in times of joy and plenty, hear now the prayers we make from our varied places in life. Give peace and strength to those who are lonely or distressed or angry. Grant rest and renewal to those who are tired and weary. Touch with healing all bodies that are sick, minds that are disturbed, hearts that ache. Comfort those who mourn the loss of a loved one. Make whole relationships that have been broken and give new relationships where life is empty. Touch us in all our hurting places. We pray especially this day for the world and the pandemic we are experiencing. We pray for the success of the new vaccines, and we pray for the many sick people filling the hospitals to overflowing. We pray for the doctors and nurses and other caregivers who are overwhelmed with their daily tasks. 
We pray for healing of the sick, and we pray that in you encourage and sustain the caregivers. And we pray for the families of the sick, that you bring them peace and comfort. Comfort, comfort your people, we pray. All-powerful and unseen God, the coming of your light into our world has brightened weary hearts with peace. As we celebrate this holy night, teach us in all we do to proclaim the birth of your Son, Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And amen. I really am grateful that each of you showed up this morning and or this afternoon and came out. Hopefully you got one of those little tea lights. You can light it if you want on the bottom uh, just by turning it on as we sing Silent Night. Um, but I am grateful to God for just seeing your faces, actually. And I'm, on behalf of all of the staff, uh, the ones seen and unseen, I'd like to wish every single one of you a Merry Christmas and uh, a Happy New Year. Uh, even though we're, we're having church on Sunday, but it's supposed to rain. But so we might be back on podcast and Zoom flocks, but we'll we'll play that by ear. But for now, let's just pause and recognize, like Sharon said, there was a rainbow right there. That was so beautiful. And then you guys look amazing. And uh, God is so good to us. Uh, receive this afternoon's benediction. May God's face shine on you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guide and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your heart and your mind today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so. Amen. Let's sing Silent Night together.
Can you turn my mic on again? You, my mic is on? I just wanted to recognize we started this last year. This candle was lit by a flame that has been burning for over a thousand years. Um, it's been, there's a, it's in Bethlehem where Jesus was born, they've kept this light at, lit for, at the church of the nativity. And in 2001, this Boy Scout troop from Europe flew it over right after September 11th, and it made its way to America for the first time. So it's been going since 19, or uh, um, what is it? They started spreading it in 1986, but in 01, it came to America. And so last year it came to here, and this year it's back. And we, if it wouldn't have been raining, we would have been giving these things out. But uh, life is good. God is good. Amen. Go forth and rescue some people on behalf of our rescuer. Thanks for coming out. Again.